Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's lovely to have you here, you beautiful things. My name is Marcus, and the three men that will be with me today are Jim Campbell. Hello. Pete Donaldson. Genki Deska. And Luke Moore. All right. How are you, chappies? Good, right, thanks. Then. Uh, we have an opening question provided by Simon Bienkowski. And he says... Sounds that he, like an FBI agent. He is, I think. Okay. We've just uncovered him. Don't Sorry, think he'd be emailing us. Get a new line of work. Um, uh, now, he says, I couldn't help but think that Michael Ballack never got a proper send-off at Chelsea, or one he deserves. Um, this is perhaps due to injury, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. Um, he said, if the Ramblers were injured or for some reason missed their final game or big send-off, what would they do to make sure the fans remembered them and milk their high praise from the fans? He says, personally, I would steal all the seats in the ground so the bastards would have to give me a standing ovation and have fireworks and banners ready to unfold and go off when the match got to the 19th minute because that would be my strip number for the next home game very specific he's thought mm. about this a lot mm. yeah but you've not got the point Simon <laughs> uh, Jimbo uh, well, what I would do is I think I, I'd sort of plot a return to the club I'd keep going back to games on the sly wait for a really sort of euphoric moment and then at my own expense because I'd be a rich footballer I'd just throw like a massive party on the pitch <laughs> afterwards just get all the fans involved one of those things where you just you know you're handing out bottles of things so the stewards you go nah come on come on nah <laughs> be alright but you know people just sort of flout the rules in those situations the stewards would never everyone's stop on a bit you. of a high exactly. Big fans exactly. Anyway, yeah. exactly so I'd, yeah I'd, I'd have a big old probably a banquet as well I'd have like a hog roast I'd go old it's school it's a good idea <laughs> that's what I'd do <laughs> they'd never forget that it's encroaching no. yeah. would you uh, only do it once or would you do it a few times uh, I don't think you could ever repeat that this uh, is, cheapen it presumably you'd be in your, in your own sort of mind you'd be an Arsenal player though yeah so would you provide a different array of hummus and stuff yeah oh, absolutely yeah, yeah. 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 carrot sticks slicing up Gunnosaurus yeah. <laughs> yeah. hey Gunnosaurus would be involved oh, that's how you get on the pitch yeah yeah Gunnosaurus that's a dream it's yeah. two dreams realised <laughs> firing out t-shirts from a cannon one minute as Gunnosaurus next minute you're firing a massive fat rave <laughs> <laughs> what an early contender for the points um, mainly through default because you're the first one Pete <laughs> um, well much like the band Monster Magnet I don't remember that, oh yeah that I remember band. them um, mm. I think at one point I may be libeling them massively but I think um <laughs> I think they spiked um, the water supply with LSD and uh, <laughs> at a local concert, and everyone went ape shit. <laughs> uh, I'd basically do that because pe- people football fans uh, always drink water. Well, but <laughs> well, every single bit of water that is used in the stadium <laughs> will be spiked with horrendous amounts of LSD. Spike the clouds everyone just in case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's off their face. Everyone's just going wild. And because uh, I mean, people don't uh, attend sort of testimonials that that well. Yeah. It's always Depends a little bit of a disappointment though. depending on what, which player it is. I can't imagine I'd get a full turnout, <laughs> but because uh, I am bad at football. But uh, and then I'd uh, yeah, so I just basically endanger everyone's lives. <laughs> Can I can I make an amendment to mine? Yeah. In a sort of don't add LSD. Yeah. No, no, no. Like in an in an homage to you know a classic send off, I would kidnap Keegan. A new Keegan would be going to be and, ha- and have him helicoptered in. God. It'd be the first he knew about any of it. He'd be, he'd be in the sort of kit that he left in and stuff. Yeah. We'd actually try and recreate it so that he thought he'd it was that happy. moment happening again. He just as long as he's helping, he'd be happy. Yeah. Um, nice one, but I'm still going to Pete. <laughs> Luke, go to mine first. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll all go to Pete's later. Right, yeah, good, <laughs> yeah, that would go on for ages. Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's well known amongst all the football fraternity that the, the the death of the sweeper position in football has meant I never fully got a professional career. That's right. That's the only real reason. Mm. Um, so, but in an ideal world, I'd be known as the, as, the, as the ultimate sweeper of yeah. all time. So, what I would so do clean up after everybody. Well, no, I would give everyone in that came into the stadium at Fratton Park, obviously where it'd be a broom, um, a broom, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to wave yeah. when I played. Yeah. When 
when I touched the ball they could all wear the broom and then um, I'd, yeah, I'd set it up like a proper testimonial where I'd scored a penalty that sort of stuff mm. Is it uh, safe to arm the people of Portsmouth? Well yeah. listen well, you like this what I'd then do at the end of it is I'd make them when in Rome sort of go out onto the streets and trash the entire city <laughs> and then use their brooms to sweep up yeah. <laughs> it comes full circle yeah. yeah that's what I'd do that's a very good answer very good answer uh, I would just quite simply um, hire John Pantsil and I would, I'd just leap on his back piggyback and I'd, we'd have a lap <laughs> of honour yeah how long for as long as he collapsed, collapsed. Yeah. <laughs> until the last spectator had left <laughs> <laughs> just come on John one more yeah, yeah. we should be about half eight that evening yeah. look no. how much damage can 14 fans Oh. Add a thousand or two onto that. Yeah, I saw the attendance at the weekend. Mm, yeah. Fourteen thousand, it was. Yeah. Fourteen thousand. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, do you know what? It's the thought that's gone into this that's going to win him the points. It's Luke Moore. Yes. Oh come on. In your face. Is you. I, like that, I like the whole. I've not won one all season. I don't think. I've done. You've up yours. No, yeah. sir. Buck up yours. Do you know as what Graham Sooners once said? A lot of the players who don't perform won't won't look, won't look in the mirror. <laughs> so I look for someone to blame Yeah but Sven Gorn Eriksson says His best players don't beat themselves up after the game Yeah Alright Now if Sven says that then it's gospel Apparently yeah. that, that bloke from Monster, uh, Monster Magnet Used to um, <laughs> colour in his beard With a biro Not a biro Like a felt tip pen <laughs> Why? Because it went all grey oh. They wanted it to look black That is really so, amazing yeah, it's yeah. Use some just rubbish, men like Luis Figo Yeah um, Right then Premier League time uh, Stoke, Let's start with Stoke 1 Manchester United Won the first time Manchester United haven't won a game ever. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, incredible, isn't it? And Stoke could have won that. Yeah, Less Crouch was very profligate at the end, wasn't he? Had a yeah. couple of a uh, couple of good chances that he blazed, sort of high and wide. They missed yeah. Rooney, did they? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I read an interesting fact, which was that that's that's the twenty-first game in a row that Manchester United have been televised. I think that must be a record So yeah. the next game they're playing I think it's not going to be televised um, oh. Next league game I think I've had 21 games in a row Televised up to that point Don't get a season ticket no, There's no point yeah. <laughs> Literally no point <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, But even on like Match of the day You watch it And certainly is it A newer spot We've not been in the first Two matches All season I don't think Who Newcastle Yeah mm. And, and you're fourth yeah, and we're both for once. But uh, yeah, it's a little bit disappointing because it, it's just been dominated by uh, Manchester United and, and Chelsea, really. Even Man City aren't getting that much of a look in, as I recall. The, the Crouch um, goal was definitely a foul. Well, Ferguson said that he fouls yeah, quite a lot. Ferguson's he does right, foul quite yeah. Most yeah. Go- Crouch goals are foul. I can remember a year ago when Crouch was saying that he gets bad treatment. Was it Redknapp saying it? One of the two were saying it when yeah. he was at Spurs that he gets bad treatment because he's so tall. But he does naturally lean on defenders. Oh, he does. Lot. I think you would, wouldn't you? Well, he gets away with it, so I can't see why not, you know. It must be hard carrying that big old frame. You'd want yeah. a little bit of. Arrest. It's It's actually a measure of how far Stoke have come. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. That it's a real test. I mean, to go away and try and get a win. And Stoke, for, like you say, for anyone. Yeah, absolutely. You, you yeah. look at the, the, the sort of blistering form United are in, mm. and even, even that is considered a sort of very stand test, which I didn't really pass. You know, it's, it, you're right, it's credit to. to De Gea made some great He did. He really, really what showed about, his class he in that game. the bar, was it? Yeah. yeah. That was an absolute pile Save driver of a shot. A star, a star is born. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. Where do they you find see, these um, players? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see, I think uh, Pulis at the start when he just ran up to Alex Ferguson and gave him a big yeah. hug. Like yeah. a schoolboy, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, he was really excited. <laughs> he's loving it. He's like he's a returning father from the war. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, son. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Pulis wouldn't wear a cap. I wish he'd wear a flat cap. I've often thought. Cap, I've yeah. often thought. It would suit him much more. I've tried to wrap my brains every time I see a manager on the touchline. Like Aaron Cole loves a bit of this with mm. the shorts and the old tracking. Top on. Wear a suit. You can't be mm. doing anything. That Neil, means... Neil Warnock's the worst. Yeah, yeah. he wears that. Stuff. Some of them he wear boots. boots. Yeah, some well, of them wear boots. Yeah. Yeah. Warnock, Warnock, Warnock is ready to come on. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's the way. I like the um, uh, Hutton sort of made the point when he was uh, as in Newcastle. His father told him to start wearing a suit because people wouldn't take him seriously. Yeah, it's a good idea. And I, yeah. and I think there's no reason for you to be. Wearing a well, the coaches out. can take the warm ups and stuff. There's no need for them to be involved yeah. in that. Well, or you never see a manager kick a ball, no, unless exactly. it comes to him on the touchline. Yeah. I don't mind the old the, the German manager Yogi Love. I tell He's you, man, oh, the old um, V-neck sweater. Yeah. Mm. But he makes his assistant wear it as well. Yeah, mm. brilliant. Um, I tell you, always you look sharp on the touchline, Sunes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always look different class on the touchline. That's true. They should wear like suit versions of the kits. Yeah, that'd oh, be good. now you're talking. <laughs> that'd be yeah. good. Yeah. Newcastle one would be different. Yeah, it'd be great. I don't like the idea. I don't like the idea of um, uh, 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 of managers that have suits, but they've got the the crest sewn into them. I don't think it looks mm. very good. I think oh, it looks I know cheap. what you mean. Yeah, or, the England suits always have that. Yeah, or when a sweat Chelsea patch suits. goes through the suit, that's impressive. That is poor. <laughs> that is really poor. Oh, the, yeah, and you see it a lot. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, um, in England. going back to the Stoke game, I don't know how this happened. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was the sort of first game of the season where you get that sort of all oh, winter's drawing in, it's yeah. all a bit cosy and warm, black currently, watching it on the telly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. I think <laughs> it's bad. It's, 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 it's bad. Black, it's black currently. Yeah, it's September, so I'd it's say inevitable. It's inevitable. <laughs> nope. Um, uh, I'm not giving up on the summer coming back. <laughs> Manchester United beat Leeds in the, the League Cup, of course, 3 0 away, mm. Michael Owen scoring a couple. Um, did you hear that their team hotel came under attack from Leeds fans yeah. later that evening seven police uh, vans had to surround the hotel and Ferguson said it reminded him of um, the film Zulu starring Michael Caine <laughs> Leeds fans well, they are they were armed with spears were they yeah. they were all wearing the red coats Leeds fans bloody fans I just don't understand that rivalry and I never have mm. to be quite frank well, it's a Lancashire Yorkshire rivalry it's War of the Roses I know, I know, and, I, it's yeah, really and that was the 16th century yeah. so you know forget about it forget about it Football fans living in the past, shocking. <laughs> <laughs> They're forty miles apart. It's mm. ridiculous. Yeah, there wasn't that a is huge amount of things. coverage for that, and that is shocking behaviour. Well, you're saying United it? should be on television, even that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking about the incident. <laughs> it wasn't sort of reported. Well, I didn't as, know about it until yeah, you I mentioned didn't. it earlier. Hey, Burley was up there it. with Sky News. <laughs> I love it. It's just just bizarre. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, they, they won. They, they, they drew at Stoke. Uh, Chelsea won, and uh, Torres. I told you he was back. Yeah. And then he had <laughs> enough and got. Demons are back as well. He just wants a quiet life. He just, it? When is this going to balance out for him to like, become a good player? It's like there's some sort of battle for his soul going on between good and evil that he's got no part in. <laughs> yeah. He's a one yeah. man too good, too bad, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he is like, he's the exorcist. The film The Exorcist. He's been possessed. Yeah. And he needs to be exorcised. Well, one thing I noticed about um, when Torres got sent off. Um, Oh, I forget who he tackled. Uh, Gower was it? Yeah, Gower. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he obviously went down, and uh, I think it was Morelish just kicked the ball straight, up, like really yeah. intentionally kicked the ball off his head when he. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> like it wasn't. He never smashed it, of course, but he meant that. <laughs> yeah, that's about order, isn't it? Unsportsmanlike behaviour. Yeah. Well, it was like he was trying to ruffle his hair, but couldn't be bothered to lean over. So I just <laughs> deal with the ball. <laughs> yeah, to kick him. I'll help him up by kicking the ball. I, th- I thought. I thought that. Um, Chelsea have not really hit top gear and, and, and it's true what people say about them being in a bit of transition in the staff of the new manager and a lot has been made of the Lampard situation but they do look a bit suspect at the back yeah. I, I was mm-hmm. looking they haven't con- really conceded an awful lot of goals but they look very very sort of vulnerable from set pieces especially there was no one around actually mm. uh, Williams when he scored that header well that's right yeah. That's, yeah, and that's so uncharacteristic well, of Chelsea another one it? as well straight yeah. after yeah. I mean did you see Lampard like he just he chinned a steward then he exploded <laughs> exploded down the touchline and did a wee on the floor mm. he did oh he was I think he sharpshooted a dog on the way out. <laughs> so, so, the t- so the talk was that when McEachern came on instead of him, yeah, the he marched down the tunnel. Eighty-third minute, he went well. Sod this. But, but he didn't. He didn't leave because he's definitely stayed there and he warmed down with the rest of them. Because I saw that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what the reasons were. I mean, it was at the end of the game. There's seven minutes left. They, they've won the game already. McEachern came on. Lampard obviously wasn't coming on. I, I don't want to be harsh on him because I don't fully know the facts. That's not stopped me before. But but he he, <laughs> he is 33 now. He's yeah, going to need yeah, to start. Yeah. He's not going to play every game anymore. Mm. He's not going to play every game in the system where VH Baj wants to move the ball very quickly from defence to attack. Mm. It's not really Lampard's style, no. is it? And what he needs to do is re, sort of re, almost reinvent himself as like a, an Essie or something Fulham will have him yeah maybe he will he move is, you know, is, yeah I mean he is that age if you just sort of look at someone like Drogba who's pretty much well he is the same age isn't he 33 yeah. and, and like same age as Boris as well yeah and, and yeah. how and how sort of Drogba he doesn't mind coming on you know what I mean and mm. he's stopped mm. a civil war to be fair though to be fair though Lampard is remarkably fit for his age so oh, I mean, yeah. he's you not. He's, he's not an average thirty-three. Think, no, think of the servant he's been for Chelsea. I think I'm right in saying that this weekend, or certainly this season, is the first time he's not been selected to start when fit for eight years. Yeah, I wouldn't be but, surprised. Well, he's, 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 yeah, he's a phenomenal record. record. He's phenomenal a victim record. of his own success. You know what I mean? Chelsea are a top three side, and you can't. And he's been a big part uh, of that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So you can't. Mm. You can't have players at that, that, uh, that age in that sort of yeah. system. I, I, I wouldn't imagine he would go. I think that. Well, no, what would he go though? But is, is it the if media? He's not getting football. But is it the media dressing it up to be something? Is it? I mean, oh, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm sure, sure AVB and Lampard have chatted about it, and he said to him, he's not just going to have not picked him. He said to him, look, you're 33 now. Here's what I want to be doing. Yeah. We still want you around. You're very important to us, but you're not going to play. And I don't think it would be in Lampard's character to do that. He's, no, he's, he's a very hard worker because he proved in, in South Africa. Yeah, I yeah. think the 
treatment of him in the press is quite harsh, making it kind of sound like he's thrown his toys out of the pram, and mm. clearly yeah. he, he hasn't. And then those same people who report that, well, they might they don't get access to players. Yeah. And because the players are too scared to talk to them because this right. sort of thing happens. You know? One thing I did like about that game, we mentioned it, Ashley Williams when he scored the goal. He, he loved was, it. He really enjoyed it. And yeah. it was, you never was, see that, do you? No, you don't. It's a consolation, consolation but he was really, really pleased. Mm. And, and so were the fans. It was, it was a lovely moment of, oh, brilliant, we scored at the yeah. bridge. You know, exactly, yeah. yeah. Properly living a dream. And but that, again, but that, you know, one of the greatest goalkeepers of, the, of his generation. Exactly. Well. It's just kind of like, well, I've scored against him. Yeah, great, like, great totally. header as well. But that, isn't that the difference between some sides? You know, because. You sh- they should take encouragement from that scoring yeah. a goal at the Stamford Bridge. You know, okay, they've been beat four one. Well, Chelsea won't want to concede it, so it's, it still counts. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea, the last thing they want to keep a clean sheet, they want to win that game three or four nil. They don't want to patronise Swansea too mm. much, but I mean, they work really hard to get in the Premier League. They should enjoy it. That's yeah. absolutely right. Now we mentioned Drogba there. Did you see he flew out to Oktoberfest hours after the, after <laughs> the match? <laughs> Looking good in Lederhosen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, yeah. And the, him and the boy from Wigan, Steve, Steve Gahuri, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's a big old unit. Yeah, There's yeah. someone else there as well, wasn't there? Mad Jens. <laughs> was Mad Jens there? Yeah, Jens and Drogba. Hands. Well, no, they've never met up, but they yeah. happened to be. I say happened, and clearly Jens was always going to be at Oktoberfest, and mm. if Drog was there, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, but I you, tell, you could tell a real athlete muscle man when they yeah. look pretty decent in laid hose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard they bumped into each other, Jim. No, yeah, um, yeah, no. So lovely scenes at Oktoberfest. Shall we fly out there after? <laughs> Let's go next year. We're going to see a Bundesliga game. Yeah. Good thinking, good thinking. Uh, right, uh, Manchester City 2-0. Balotelli, uh, slightly fortuitous with the deflection, but nice to see him giving Mancini a hug after scoring, it, wasn't they, it? They get on well. Mm. I'm pretty sure they've oh, always they got do, on yeah. well. I mean, I think, it, I think Mancini's a, the sort of manager that Balotelli appears to want to play for. I mean, mm. that's a big part of the reason he went there. You know? Mancini turns around, he's got a cock drawn on his back. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Unlucky. He's got a dart in the back of his head. <laughs> yeah. nice. I'll tell you who was excellent, David Silver and, and, and good. again I mean, that set up? standout player of the season so far by four, 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 six, four well. assists in three matches or something yeah. if, you, if you had him in your fantasy team you'd want like an extra few points for assists like that he's so good yeah. Everton, Everton were almost like consciously sharing bookings yeah yeah <laughs> old man Mark for 10 minutes I've been booked someone else <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's only when they I, put, I love that though it's, it's only when he went a goal down that to um, sort of chase the game he, mm. he got free and he just showed what he could do it reminds me of when I played Sunday League and we had this guy playing for us called Jason who was you know, absolutely different level he's so good and um, the team we played against in this Sunday league game obviously cottoned on to that yeah. so they put this young lad on him to man mark him and about like 75 minutes gone <laughs> uh, this Jason guy was subbed off and the guy followed him off <laughs> he had to actually say to him no I'm being subbed off now mate and he was yeah, alright cheers <laughs> <laughs> right <back on. laughs> it's a bit like that you know. it's interesting as well because Everton set up to stifle City yes. and this is something quite new for them and they mm. dealt with it really well they just kept plugging away Just they were patient and they eventually their game paid off Everton it's, right it's, right. A, it's a mode of playing they're going to have to get used to and they sort of they pass mm. that test very well yeah very much so I don't, I don't, I don't think you, I think you're right Jim I don't think they, they resorted to trying anything different they lump forward I'll t- I tell you who's, who's been really good and con- considering himself pretty unlucky to not be playing for England is um, Michael Richards mm, he's, yeah. he's, re- he's really come on as a, as a re- ultra mm. modern fullback he, he attacks all the time deserves his place in that side he, he should I think he, I, well, how I think is he not getting a call we've got Smalling and stuff and for some reason Smalling's been given the nod ahead of him I think Smalling's a great player yeah but I think Richards has shown and, and he's played right back for an awful long time as well compared to Smalling who's mm. you know, a bit more of a centre back I think well maybe when Capello when well we said when if England qualify um, presumably they will then he'll bring in some of the youngsters so hopefully yeah, maybe, yeah. hopefully that'll be the case uh, Arsenal better yeah so huge weight lifted from the shoulders of myself and every Arsenal fan <laughs> it was like sadly including Piers Morgan <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the one <laughs> consolation <laughs> yeah. the final cloud that's a good I'll tell you what it was like for me flicking on my f- back to watch my favourite comedy show and it's been replaced by some sort of documentary <laughs> it's fine to watch but it didn't make me laugh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, David Wheater sent off Pete yeah well Beautiful that one. will happen <laughs> his, his nose and chin are trying to meet yeah, it's yeah a really are. odd shape he looks he, like his head would be sort of like a Bit like a teapot, would it? Or? His, fa- yeah, his it face looks like a man's face in the back of a spoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're all agreed there. Now then, Petey, uh, Newcastle, Denver Bar hat trick up to fourth Champions League. That first goal was Shearer esque. It was brilliant. Yeah. Held off the player. Right. You've done it now. Shot. You've done it. You've jinxed him. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's finished. Yeah, I, I thought he played really well. I think it's a little bit disingenuous to blame Ramadan and his fasting for yeah, like, that's a bit the, the, the sort of slow. Well, I, I think I, I think uh, if a finely tuned sportsman like a Premiership footballer. 
it is going to affect them not being able to eat but I think there's certain degrees of, of players who just sort of relax things like that on match days and stuff like that but yeah it, obviously it's very much a, um, the North East press sort of going what's this all about then so, so not you, eating in that do you know how strict he is, is <laughs> he is very strict he doesn't I think I must do crying out loud you've got to put, put, put away so many <laughs> so many calories to, and so much hot protein and stuff to, to, to manage yourself as a, mm. as a, as a prime I, I think Newcastle deserve a lot of credit I, I think that um, the, the sort of policy they've got of signing these sort of young youngish players and, and they're not I mean they've had a reasonably easy start I mean if you look at say Newcastle's position and someone like Bolton's position Bolton's a bit of a false position because they've had such a difficult start yeah. in a set yeah. of fixtures it's, it's, all d- it's, all d- it's all down to the defence for me they've sneaked up there simply because they've not let a lot of goals in and there, there have been a lot of spankings yeah. like I said last week we've got Wolves at the weekend eminently winnable which I think is well in terms of shots on target now. conceded yeah. I think Newcastle are the best in the league I think uh, it's yeah. decent Ben Arthur oh. back now as well I mean yeah. obviously yeah. it's going to take him a while to well, get to the form he's another one of his fasting he's capable of but obviously he was injured bit of Tiotto and Kibaye you having that in the middle Kibaye looking good as well I think Bar was a steal as well I really really did and that's a really good sign a lot of people were saying Newcastle look a bit light up front and seeming to just sort of discount him but well, he's well, up and running now. Shane isn't he? Oh, Santon's back at the uh, in a week, I think, as well, because he just had all fluid back. drained off his knee. They're he's up there and half. Um, uh, well, Mark Ashley just needed a bit of time to turn it round. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, QPR scored their first home goal this season. Uh, a fortunate one. Uh, one all draw with Villa. Trower getting sent off and really irking um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Warnock. Saying he's silly st- stupid, let everyone down and he'll find him as much as he can. He constantly looks like an upset dinner lady. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> like a pink sort of face. Yeah. He, he also praised Traore in that rant as well. He didn't entirely just rip him. Yeah, true. He said he'll learn from it and that's yeah, Exactly, yeah. He said, oh, he's a fantastic player, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I couldn't really tell what he was getting at because he was sort of going, and the, and the referee, he's, he's young, he's young, but he'll, he'll have to learn. And then and then he liked the referee, then he didn't like the referee, and then I was confused. I, was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought the referee had quite a good game. I, I thought he had a good game as well. The, the penalty was, was a penalty. Yep. There's no doubt about that. Great I mean, shout. You can't tug shirts in the penalty area. No. Simple as that. Or anywhere. Ray Wilkins wasn't having it, but I was. I was. At, I was at loggerheads with Ray over that point. Yeah, why is it okay to tug a shirt? It makes you fall over. Yeah, exactly. It's this, this really, <laughs> real sort of like macho bravado. Oh, that ain't a foul. That doesn't hurt. It doesn't matter if it hurts. Yeah, it's point is you're impending it's a thing, for someone from scoring. It's a thing where the stress points are the arms, uh, the midriff, and the neck, which is a, a fair old whack of your torso. And if yeah. you get pulled on that, you're going down. You know. Absolutely. <laughs> you, see, you see Anton Ferdinand trying What's to put that? off Barry Bannon. So when the, all the Ferrari around the penalty, yeah, yeah. Bannon spotted the penalty up, and he's going to take it. <laughs> Anton Ferdinand was all up in his grill going, you're going to miss it, you're going to miss oh, it. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, very unsportsmanlike. I didn't like to see it. No, <laughs> Did he need to go toilet? But I thought, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I thought, um, I thought Villa defended, when, after they went sort of a goal up, but they started off poorly, but they defended really compactly, they did, did mm. well. And um, I thought also thought Richard Dunn got a bit of bad press for that own goal, I couldn't do much about no, it. No, but it's, so ma- it's weird for Dunn, there's so many of his own goals, it's like, he couldn't really do much about it. It's same with Carragher, yeah. the pair of them, because they're actually quite similar players. It's just the nature of just chucking yourself around like that. Yeah. That's why it's going to happen. I'm surprised Terry doesn't get more. Well, um, Gary, it happened about a minute after Gary Neville gave him man of the match as well. <laughs> and Neville was trying to sort of back himself out of the corner. Going, oh, he's been really unlucky there. He's been really unlucky. Oh, yes. It's your yeah. fault, Neville. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's go down to the championship. Nottingham Forest have won um, against Watford away. 1 0. Lee Watford Camp was just insanely <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. I, thought, I thought Forest were poor. I yeah. thought Watford had loads of chances. They should have Watford aren't going great themselves no, the, no, the goal Ishmael Miller's goal Was like the <laughs> ultimate Route 1 goal It's like a sort of <laughs> Nod to Wimbledon Sort of back in the day He said, poorly he said defended. Um, mm. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank's, uh, Hasselbank's one of the uh, Coaches there at Forest And he just sort of said If you can't learn from Jimmy You can't learn from anybody He said <laughs> they, they, had, they had so many chances for us mm. uh, I'm sorry um, what, Watford uh, Watford yeah and, and I, I just didn't think I thought the goal was really bad defending Watford d- Watford are struggling but they've got a much different sort of expectations this season than someone like Forrest have. yeah no, they, do, yeah. they do and Marvin Sordell was one of the best players on the pitch I thought he played very well he, he tore Portsmouth apart last season actually he was he was excellent and, and they've what, lost and they've lost their best they've lost their top goal scorer what about Danny Pompey Grant. though yeah, that was good. Blackpool started well, but Pompey got a late winner. Good Nin- goal as well. 94th minute. Great goal. Volley, top corner. Lovely job. What was going on with that free kick? <laughs> Did you see that? It was a throw in. No, the, 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 no, there was a free kick where um, two Pompey players stood in front of the ball. The guy taking the free kick, I'm not sure who it was, he went to do it, but as if he hadn't noticed, they were just literally standing in front of it. They had a little pretend argument, then two of them moved and he just spanked it. It's like proper like amateur dramatics attempt at like, <laughs> tricking Blackpool into just sort of switching off. It was hilarious. I'm not going to find you, that sounds brilliant. I've <laughs> yeah. not seen it. Awful bit of defending from... Uh... 
from Blackpool for yeah. the goal. Oh, yeah, just big sorry, just <laughs> bounced in the area. Complete, yeah, completely yeah. unmarked. Yeah, smack. Marvelous. <laughs> now we've got to go to League Two because we spoke about Plymouth last week. Well, they won two 0 against Macclesfield at home. Yeah. I think we're all pleased to see that. Apart yeah, from, good winner start for Carl Fletcher. Yeah, nice. Somebody likes Macclesfield. Yeah. Can I just mention um, Solano's free kick? Did you see that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he got another one rolling back the edge from downtown. There was one. it a two one? They won. I'm not sure what the final score. Yeah, Carlisle one two one. His free kick was magnificent. That's what you're gonna get from the beautiful boy. From 36. the beautiful boy. Thirty-six. Another sort of a, another sort of um, just just I don't want to finish him on too much of a sound note, but another annoying thing is the fact there's so many empty seats in every game you see on television. Uh, mm. Yeah, but, but you get you get that in the Premier League now. Charlton had a Charlton had a little offer on where they I think they're giving tickets for a five and they had twenty-two thousand, which is good for League One. Yeah. But um, everywhere you look, empty seats. Yeah. So depressing. Get the school kids in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, the come, come December, That's there'll be no matches on, like like every uh, team. Lately, yeah, exactly. in the lower leagues, I go home and try and catch a Hartlepool match, and there's just there's well, no chance because it's, it's yeah. always ruined. Mm. Now it's time to go to the continent. Um, it's Serie A. Claudio Ranieri's new inter coach, mm. and he got off to a winning start, three-one away to Bologna. Gasparini was sacked after three months. That in does charge. does seem an odd move to me getting Ranieri, and I mean he's a lovable man, but he's he's not a winner, is he? Yeah. I reckon. Well, no. I think, I, I'm not sure. Do I you think know? he's a good. I think he's a good, fi- good <sighs> firefighting manager. He yeah, did well, exactly. Yeah, he is a firefighting manager, but, but that's exactly it, isn't it? For a club like Inter, you want to be looking ahead of that. I know they've got a lot of problems. But Inter, have, ne- Inter have never replaced Mourinho. They've, they've, they've had Benitez and had Leonardo. And I'll tell you Mourinho. exactly who they've had. Go on then. Javier Zanetti's played under at Inter. Bianchi Suarez, Hodgson, Castellini, Simone, Lucescu, Castellini, Hodgson, Lippi, Tardelli, Cooper, uh, Verdelli, Taccaroni, Mancini, Mourinho, Benitez, Leonardo, Gasparini, and Ranieri. <laughs> at Inter. That's it. That's Zanetti's post-war managers. But one thing that's interesting is that Gasparini was essentially sacked for not really working out what he was trying to do. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then, so they bring in Ranieri, Ranieri. who's a thinker man. <laughs> yeah, no, He's never worked it out. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. I he, he, still he still isn't sure what sport to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know, I'm not saying that Ranieri's a bad manager. He's not. Of course, he's not. But I just don't think he's what Inter need. Maybe, maybe not. But I think I think they need someone who's perhaps a big name, who's done it in Italy before. You know, he had a decent time at Roma. Okay. You know, he, I think he was equipped or sacked in February of this year. But. Um, you know he's a type of name that people will think that the fans will probably get behind him rather than someone like Gasparini I would have thought because he's done he's done alright in Serie A and who else are they going to get in (laughs) (laughs) this is the the crux of the issue Zanetti get him in yeah Yeah. player manager (laughs) player manager Um, yeah uh, Milan uh, won against Zanetti but it's Juventus and uh, Udinese who are top yeah Milan have had a bit of a dodgy start where they've got an awful lot of injuries you've seen their injuries oh my goodness their injuries I think is Cassano Pato Boateng um, Gattuso, Gattuso, Gattuso Flamini, Flamini's yeah, Rosini, well. I think yeah. on there as well. Yeah, did you see Sadov's goal? Oh, oh yeah, didn't beauty. mean it though. Absolute cross. beauty. Yeah, but he's, he's just what, he's what a man. Who are you <laughs> to question Sadov on that? Yeah. Well, he told me it was a cross. <laughs> yeah. um, in, in an interesting uh, bit of modesty from Sadov, not expected of him. <laughs> uh, good old Sadov. Right then, uh, in La Liga, Real Betis atop. Um, this was uh, it was Valencia of course but Sevilla beat them 1-0 it was a shame for Valencia they started very well obviously nearly beat Barcelona Super last game, week two all. Um, yeah. it was Fabregas who uh, scored late on I think that was his, he, that was his uh, goal in his fourth consecutive match for Barcelona which was a record for a player at the new camp he failed to score against Atletico Madrid did when they beat him 5-0 did you see the Atletico Madrid game yeah just not for the first time this season Barcelona are now forcing own goals <laughs> on teams as well they're not content with just scoring their own and is Messi getting a bit tubby? No, come on. <laughs> it seems that way. Is he, is he thinking, oh, let's see if I can be this good and fat? <laughs> that would be class, though. Really, imagine if you got really like John Parkin big and he was still just amazing. Isn't that known as the Ronaldinho? <laughs> yeah. um, it, Ronaldo. It's getting a little bit boring. It is, isn't it? And I, I, it I, seems I, really I, churlish to say that, but it is just so predictable. Well, well, it, it's clearly not, but what I would argue <laughs> is I did go on to FootyTube um, looking for the Real uh, match and I ended up just watching ten times the uh, David Beckham cross to Ronaldo scoring a, a mm. fantastic volley. <laughs> and uh, I watched it ten times turned yeah. off the computer went and did something else to be quite frank <laughs> so uh, there we go jobs are good the first thing about it though the reason I say that is because 5-0 Atletico are a good side yeah, yeah. Barcelona have 
dropped points though in two Messi's games. Messi's had his haircut, let's not forget. Yeah, so he's, yeah. he's trying to keep it interesting. Well, he's keeping his weight down, so yeah. he knows he's putting a bit on, so he's taking some off in an easy way. <laughs> but the subtext to all this is that the odds are stacked in the favour of Barcelona and Real Madrid to such an extent that, yeah, the, others, that. the others can't compete, can oh. they? It's, yeah. it's, well, financially, it's We've ludicrous. championed Barcelona and we've, lo- we've loved watching them and we've bigged them up massively Been to the last see them. few years. But yeah, exactly, but it is getting a little bit sort of tedious. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, this shows it. You know, Valencia are the team that people are hoping could be the ones to do anything. But well, maybe Leo Fatty will uh, will we'll take his foot off the gas. I'm not on board with this. Are you on board with it? <laughs> Let him do it. Okay. Um, so yeah, Valencia they didn't even secure a sponsor for this season, so they put the club's Twitter feed name on their shirts. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not just Valencia though, is it? I think it's uh, Atletico Sevilla and uh, even Villarreal as well. And this is big signs. These are huge clubs. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds me when I went to see Grandmaster Flash, and instead of having like a crazy sort of VJing uh, incredible backdrop, he just had this PowerPoint slide that just kept on going. The new Grandmaster Flash website coming soon, 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 <laughs> soon. And I thought, that is awful, Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> you should know I shouted better. that. I shouted yeah. that. Did he have Flash player? <laughs> Pat, bad joke, I'll move on. Yeah, move on. Uh, let's go to France with Joe Cole. Joe Cole. Yeah. He scored his first goal for Joe Lille. Goal. What a, yeah, what a goal it was. Where the spiders live. That's <laughs> yeah. what I mean. Right on the post <laughs> it was, yeah. Top corner. They've got a lovely beauty. kit as well. Yeah, they do. Absolutely lovely kit. Some of the French kids are. Uh, kids? Jesus, Freudian. Some of the French. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kits. Uh, some of the French, um, I want to kick them off. Some, <laughs> yeah. some of the French kits are just really. Hard to look at. There's just yeah. so much going on. So many sponsors. sponsors so many yeah. different colours. So much like South American in style. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> first English player to score in the French top flight since Chrissy Waddle, 1992. Ah, that's that, embarrassing. Yeah, that's yeah. There's a stat for you. Yeah, that Tyrone Mears. Um, he was <laughs> yeah. he, he was subbed off for three minutes to go. Received a standing ovation. They love An him. English player playing well abroad, gentlemen. It's lovely, isn't it? I wish he'd move out there. It makes no difference he to is. me. But the, I thought he, he was has. living in London. No, he's no, not. surely not. That was originally reported, but he came out and said. That's rubbish. I'm taking all my family, we're moving out there, we're gonna learn a language, I wanna do it properly. Brilliant. Did you see did you see him ha- did you see him <laughs> singing um him singing maybe it because I, it's because I'm a Londoner? Yeah I did. In front of his, you put uh, that on the uh, Ravel Tube last week. Oh did I? Okay, well people who were uh, looking at that on the footballramble.com will have seen Joe Cole singing maybe I, well, uh, it's because I'm a Londoner. Yeah, I didn't to, see his, that. to his really new to his new teammates. Oh yeah. good. Did they understand nice. what was going on no. or no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think he, think he was even asked to do it. <laughs> yeah, just, that's just what Morning lads. <laughs> don't Cockneys do that every morning? Yeah. <laughs> they do, yeah. Oh, they do know. the Lambeth Walk. Oh, I don't know. Um, uh, also in s- France, not Spain, we've been there. <laughs> um, oh, come on, I've got to say it. PSG Sporting Director Leonardo said he'd love it if uh, David Beckham joined the French club <sighs> after his contract expires for the Galaxy. Sven Gorner definitely endorse that move. <laughs> <laughs> And I suppose tenuously staying in France, uh, this year's Golden Foot Award has been announced. The winner, uh, this is you remember this award, don't you, chaps? The uh, the winner will have their footprints moulded permanently on the uh, Champions Promenade in Monaco, and this year it will be awarded to Abidi Pele, um, mm-hmm. uh, retired Algerian footballer Rabah Majir, and Rude Hullet, which is quite an odd one because previously it went to one person who was still playing, and they yeah. have to be over the age of twenty nine, so they're given mm. it to three retired players. This year That's good Interesting it's Like you had an amazing career And then you were forced To retire at 28 It's like, yeah. nah Yeah Paul <laughs> yeah, Lang got it he would have been a shout I was going to say Because if he's not already got it Surely he'd be, he'd be yeah, up there. yeah Why wouldn't you have fought? I mean that, going on the thing Because Totti won it um, Last year And mm. our previous winners Are Ronaldinho And I think Zanetti May have won it Did he Ben Baston Retire yeah. at 28 I think it is It's just missing it Yeah about, about that age I'm not sure if he officially no, did I, But he was out for a long time Around that sort of yeah. age It was about that age Yeah I'd have fancied old Deebeck Yeah yeah, but um, moving yeah, on again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now in Scandinavia, in Norway specifically, uh, Jonah Samuelsson scored a header inside his own half. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> he didn't know that much about it though. It's oh, sort of I don't know. No, it's, it, it did you would seem have to, to put some mus- neck muscle into that. Yeah, he, he certainly it. directed it. Yeah. He, he sort of did it with a kind of almost with a shrug, as if to say, and. Who scored, who scored one last season? Was it Casano? No. No, it was Palermo, wasn't it? Palermo, Palermo, like Palermo. 40 but yards. Well, it's worth mentioning for the Norwegian goal that um, the goalkeeper had gone out for a corner and he wasn't yeah. actually in his goal. He wasn't beaten from And the it goal. was odd watching the, the video as well because it was all out of context. I was just like, yeah. what's he doing there? He's yeah. surely inviting this. <laughs> and, and then. Um, a bullet header in off the bar. You know? he, he did run to his own fans and sort of celebrate with them and give it the big one, which you would do, you know. Of course you would. I've, ne- I've never seen anyone score a goal from, that f- from the head from and that and, far. And, and, no. and the best thing was, it wasn't somebody kicking like um, Palermo's goal yeah. where the the, I think the keeper smacked it basically out his head, didn't he? Yeah, there was a lot him, of, and he sort of um, deflected it off him. Mm. It was a header into a header. 
it was a goal kick yeah it was a goal kick and then um, the guy headed it back one of the defenders and then uh, <laughs> this guy just puts his head on it incredible yeah, and it wasn't <laughs> even like it trickled into the net was no, it it was, no, like it was real, flying, real power it was in it. If, if that would kill me I'm pretty <laughs> certain <laughs> headering the football hurts yeah. that guy's got a Bonce on him. That's why we play five side of the gym. Yeah. yeah. No overhead height. I'm going to die. Also in Scandinavia, Sweden, uh, we had Helsingborgs winning the league. The big news in Sweden, of course, is Kenny Pavey being on Twitter. He is yeah, on Twitter cool. now. Yeah. What's his Twitter name? Is it? It's Pavester29, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Right then, uh, it's off to uh, the Americas. There's been lots of trouble surrounding referees. Uh, recently from the Americas um, firstly uh, Br- uh, Byron Moreno we covered this before he was a former Ecuadorian referee who was in charge of Italy versus South Korea mm. uh, in 2002 gave some Dodgers decisions uh, he's been he was arrested last year on suspicion of drug smuggling he's been sentenced to two and a half years for heroin smuggling char- uh, charges didn't he have it on his like strapped to his body yeah. or something at an airport yeah, JFK it's in, a risk. Uh, in New York <laughs> god what are you really? taking heroin through JFK yeah. airport blimey Strap is he an idiot <laughs> yes he is <laughs> obviously yeah is he related to Jaime Moreno <laughs> Because oh, he was an idiot. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, elsewhere, there were shocking scenes at the end of the Brazilian Championship match between Atletico Paranaense and Fluminense, where the referee gave a controversial penalty at the end of the game, and basically all hell broke loose. A number of Atletico fans stood in the entrance of the tunnel, which prevented the ref and the players leaving the pitch. And police needed to escort the officials off the field with one or two police pointing rifles at fans. Super Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> CQPR Villa. Yeah. <laughs> Warnock weren't happy. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, also. That's uh, probably what Armand Troy was watching before he went on the uh, field. This, this one's a, a slightly more light hearted one. Um, well, a much more light hearted one, should I say. What, the, the, the police <laughs> pointing guns at fans? Yeah. I refuse to believe it. Um, it's uh, another refereeing tale from Brazil. Uh, from Did Alex Ferguson then say it was like Zulu? <laughs> 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 it was uh, from the Paulistão League, which I think that uh, Janinho, formerly of Middlesbrough, I think is from that region. In a match between Worker, yep, that's mm. the name of a team, and uh, Mirasol, the referee sent off a player. Um, he gives him the red card, and then the player gives the referee the slightest of headbutts, and the ref goes down. If you, can't, you cannot headbutt a ref. <laughs> no, but exactly, he doesn't need to dive, does he? he he's the ref. He oh, can yeah. just send him off. Yeah. He's trying to fool himself, but <laughs> yeah. he's already done it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a no-brainer in the back of the Telegraph or whatever. You are the ref. You have been slightly headbutted. Well, he's off, then, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. No, no, he was already off. But he's having two with the buggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I just love it. He's having it. the Dean Winder. <laughs> but it was just glorious to see footballers moaning at the referees for going down too easily. Oh, get Brilliant. up, come on, Paul Olcock style. Yeah. <laughs> the referee said, "I felt my forehead grazed, then I fell." down grazed <laughs> <laughs> that's what that guy who's um, got in the head <laughs> anyway yeah. before, before we leave Brazil we must finish on a nicer story because the former Brazilian international Romário dusted off his boots recently to take part in a charity match which was played by um, partially sighted players of course the players not suffering from blood. he's, he's got 50,000 yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's convenient for Romário well, yeah. yeah oh I've scored again Hang it's on. going on my tally <laughs> oh the, watch out spiders <laughs> yeah. the players who don't suffer from blindness like Romário they wore blindfolds um, and uh, for those who wanted to come and uh, be spectators you needed to bring a kilogram of non-perishable food uh, to be given to the poor which I thought was quite nice this is random it's oddly like a harvest specific. festival yeah. mind yeah. fuck yeah. Romario <laughs> scored two goals yeah. two goals two goals blindfold on <laughs> he, said, he said in the press conference afterwards I scored two goals and anyone who said I didn't it's a liar and can shut up yeah <laughs> <laughs> there we go and someone threw a chicken at him hang on a minute uh, Luke's gone off somewhere could it be to Diego Corner Yes, it is. Here Hi. I am. Here we are again. Are you hear me, yeah. all right? Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I couldn't ignore this. Basically, there's been so much coverage of Diego's latest misdemeanour that I, I felt it's only fair that I gave it an outing. Well, yes, on the on the ramble. Um, he was posing in front of a flag recently, mm. um, given to him with with the words "Granddad, I am always with you. I love you, Benja." Uh, when from behind the flag, uh, a, a sort of young supporter kept trying to lift it up from behind it. Now, if you haven't seen it, um, <laughs> the, the, the it was is, funny. Yeah, it was funny. It was like a relentless sort of pecking bird. Yeah, the, 
footage is of the flag, and then from behind the flag, it keeps, it keeps flying up. Yeah. Because someone keeps poking it and trying to take a photo. And to be fair, there was a bit of patience that you wouldn't normally associate with El Diego. As far as he, he tolerated it about three I'm times. I'm surprised he didn't get a pen knife out. Yeah, he the fourth time, he just booted him in the hand. Yeah. <laughs> with, his, with his left. Yeah. And he caught him well. Yeah. yeah you know, he's he not going to miss oh, it. Oh, he's not. Yeah, that's right. I think yeah. it's because he's the so accuracy. big, his, his feet just look so stubby now. <laughs> yes. I know he's always sort of quite diminutive, but oh, man. He wasn't, wasn't going to use his right foot. Um, right. Now, this spawned, um, this sort of thing made Andre Wetzel, a technical director at rival club Al Jazeera, no. to call Diego a circus act. He said, On the other hand, I'm pleased that a competing club like Al Wasser was a trainer who doesn't understand his job. He shits <laughs> on everything. <laughs> he literally shits on everything. Yeah, that was, no, I, I think that was a metaphor, yeah. <laughs> um, but Diego, yeah, El Diego sort of responded to that and to other things. Um, basically, he was responding to a question where someone asked him um, why they haven't kept a clean sheet since he took charge. Well, just, oh, it's because he shits on everything. Um, he, said, he, he said, if you're scared, then don't come and watch the matches. <laughs> you can stay at home and watch DVDs or some comedy series. There's nothing to be scared about in football. The answer to a different question, isn't it? Yeah, he's, but he will do that. He will answer his own question. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, that's, that's um, what Diego's been up to. I'll keep you posted uh, next week. Yeah, excellent. Very enjoyable. And now it's time for Going for Glow. It's time for Glow and for Glow. Let's go and pick it up over there, the Glow. Going for Going for Glow. <laughs> Glowed. Okay. <laughs> I have returned with the glowed. Very good. Gentlemen, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Let's get into this. Let's go for the glow. Bloody go for this. Stop. Is it Paolo Maldini? <laughs> no, it is not Paolo Maldini. But you know my class. Uh, don't, let, don't let Jim see it because he can see Jim. it. Jim. can't see it. Hang on, what are the scores? I'm on two. I've are you on one? Two as I think I'm on two. Yeah, yeah you are. Yeah, okay. I'm on one and Luke's on one. Oh, yeah. Lukey. Yeah, you don't even Ooh. camp because you're asking the questions yeah. in a way. That's I'm how losing. bad we were. Yeah. That's how bad we are at this. Yeah. Your first clue, gentlemen. By the way, before you start, loads of listeners keep tweeting us saying, oh, look at that after the second clue. You don't know the pressure we're under on this, in this <laughs> environment. <laughs> yeah, I'm completely nude, and I've got a knife. <laughs> yeah. I'm covered in pig's blood. Uh, <laughs> I'm only joking, it's uh, cow. Cow's blood, yeah. yeah. I was born in a port on the English Channel, famous for its scallops. Stop. Who? Graham Lasso. No. <sighs> While I was playing in the Premier League, I had sex with a lady on a snooker table. <laughs> oh. I have a World Cup winner's medal. What? A World Cup he didn't winners? say the port was in England, did he? Oh, yeah. My autobiography was called Fleur de Pour. Oh. Stop. Stop. That was me. He was Luke. Frank LeBeouf. No. I was going to say that. <laughs> <Were you? laughs> it just seems a very LeBeouf thing to have done, doesn't it? You'd have been wrong as well. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> I guess Frank LeBeouf, Fleur yeah. de Pou. Yeah. Um, my squad number was always 17. I was Stop! S- Nick and Elka. No. I was signed by Barca for 7 million quid. Stop. No, no. Emmanuel Petit. Correct, Jim. I was going to go on to say I experienced unbelievable debauchery on a rich Arab's yacht (laughs) after winning the Premier League. Stop, Marcus Speller. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, in July 1998, I won £17,000 worth of francs on a fruit machine in a Monte Carlo hotel. Stop, Luke Ball. (laughs) I wish. Weirdly, that the uh, pool table story rings a bell now. But yeah, as you say, the pressure. Well. Yeah. Like, it is the pressure. Yeah. But apparently, it was like Ar- at Arsenal's training ground or something, and <laughs> an Arsenal. F- so somebody's got a video of that from the. Uh, that's how they knew about it. They had uh, some sort of CCTV footage of Emmanuel Petit. What an image! <laughs> if you've got that it. man, oh, that man in full effect. <laughs> it, Wonderful. Slips. <laughs> yeah. Marcus Speller. Yeah. That is me, and it's time for emails. Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. Jim's got the first email. I do. Dear Ramblers, uh, recently you were talking about libero positions in football and how the role has fallen out of use in the modern game. We were talking about that again today, weren't we? Uh, well, I am a Toronto FC supporter and I just wanted to let you know that Aaron Vinter has recently converted Torsten Frings into a libero for TFC. So I am proud to say that there is at least one club in the modern era who are trying to revive the fabled position. Uh, recently we won 2-1 with Frings both anchoring the defence and starting the attacks, pushing forward into the midfield and then dropping back. Class. It was a truly marvellous performance from the German and I think that Vinter will continue to employ Frings in this role all the best Alan from Canada good Good bring it back do you know what I was thinking about that David Luiz is actually the closest thing yeah David Luiz plays like that but he just goes on raid he's not really really responsible that's why I said the closest thing for me one of the hallmarks of the the sort of classic libero is always being there to pick the ball up from the goalkeeper and starting the attack Luiz is more bombing on you've got 
Louise Vermaelen, Phil Jones as Phil well. Phil Jones, uh, there, uh, yeah. just forward-thinking centre backs, but it's not the same, is it? Well, here's hoping that um, other other teams follow Toronto's lead, and and we start seeing liberos cropping up all over the world, oh. like a zombie invasion of ball-playing sweepers. <laughs> Seems unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we can but hope. What can you zombie bit, do we? Pete, have you got an email? Uh, I have got an email, but first I forgot to um, say thank you to Eric Alley. Or rather, he should really be saying thank you to us because uh, he is the man who plays like, he's like the DJ at Portland Timbers, obviously, of the MLS. Oh, yeah. And uh, Oh, they play the Ramble theme tune, don't they? They play the Ramble theme tune, the Milk and Honey uh, track before every uh, before every single match. and uh, They've won 12 and drawn one, I think. Yeah, so they've no, they're unbeaten. I'm thank delighted with this. How yeah. good is that? Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know that. It's the closest what we'll the ever get to footballing success, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. My lords, ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Now, this week is Paul Jewell's birthday. <laughs> but that's not why we're here. <laughs> All right? Because someone else has a birthday this week, don't they, Jim? Loads of people will. Get on you that, Beamer. Yeah. Um, more specifically, Roma's greatest ever player, Francesco Totti. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> don't hijack I'm it. I'm only joking. Francesco um, Totti, eh? There you go. Born on the 27th of September. 1976 Nine years after the summer of love After that summer Yeah um, uh, Yeah Roma's greatest ever player Are we happy with that? Yeah I think so mm, yeah. Definitely Good then we can continue He does hold the uh, the records For the most appearances And most goals for Roma So shove that up your what's it For yeah. starters With a rusty one <laughs> Exactly His nicknames include The Golden Boy the big baby. <laughs> um, is that because he always sucks his thumb when he scores? Yeah, maybe. Mm. Or yeah. was that a reaction to it? Who knows? Do you yeah. remember? I, know, I don't want to jump the gun too much, but when he scored after his baby was born and he put the football up his shirt yeah, and yeah. gave birth to it and held it up. Yeah, yeah. Up there, I'm going to stick my neck out here and say top five celebrations of, of all time. Yeah. The placenta was a bit much, though, to be yeah, fair. Was, I don't yeah. even know where he got that it, from. He held it for ages okay. <laughs> in a jar. Uh, we can skip that bit now when, when we come to it. Um, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the Gladiator as well is another oh, nice. But that, yeah. Standards there from Rome and all the rest of it. Um, the David Beckham of Italy. Any excuse to shoehorn it in. <laughs> <laughs> Any excuse. Getting weird. Do you <laughs> reckon? <laughs> um, <laughs> I am the David Beckham of B Jam. Just stack those fucking boxes, Paul. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Now, uh, people often ask footballers, what would you be if you weren't a footballer? Well, Totti was asked this and uh, by uh, journalist James Horncastle, and he said, if I hadn't have been a footballer, I would have liked to have become a petrol pump assistant. <laughs> when I was little, it was wonderful to smell the petrol fumes and see those guys handle so much money. Just buy a can of petrol. Yeah. 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 Well, thankfully, he had you, a bit more ambition than talent. You, you almost and certainly earn more now than you would have done <laughs> had you become a petrol pump assistant. Can you get drug tested for assistant. huffing petrol? <laughs> <laughs> he's saying it like he almost, he's looking forward to doing that when he retires. <laughs> yeah. Like he's aspiring to that. Yeah. Well, I suppose I had to settle for being a footballer. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a stopgap. It's not really a career. I really want to be a petrol pump assistant. Yeah. <laughs> Glow sniffer. Yeah. Um, as, as a child, he slept with the ball, apparently. How um, do footballers do that? Like that's John not... Burridge. Yeah, they, John Burridge, yeah. yeah. Um, he used to, yeah, apparently. That perhaps the only place <laughs> where the two are comparable. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so Totti joined the uh, youth setup at Roma in 1989. Apparently, Milan offered him um, a lucrative contract around this time, but his mother said, No, you're playing for your local team, your hometown. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was Roma. Yeah. 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 Um, and thus, Totti didn't go up north to the Rossineri. In 1993, he, he made. Go his... up north to Milan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he... Down the mill. <laughs> to Milan. Milan. Yeah, like in your work. Yeah, it works. Um, <laughs> 1993 made his Roma debut aged 16 scored his first senior goal for the club in 94 um, gosh it took an awful long time ago now, an yeah. awful long time ago yeah. um, now after he scored his first goal for Roma he said he had dreamt many times of uh, that moment and trying to come up with the way with, uh, to celebrate and he said instead after I scored I didn't know what to do when I got home the only thing I could think about was being hungry so I went out with my brother and got an ice cream Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's really nice. That, that's, it sort of reminds me of when Rooney scored his first goal for Everton and then was went out and celebrated by going to play with his mates on his BMX. Yeah. Because he was only like 16. Yeah. yeah. It's quite it's isn't it? Isn't his brother, he's got a twin brother, isn't he, that's also his agent, I think. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. right, I didn't know that. Oh, speaking of which, I totally forgot this. I used to play and uh, for... What, with Guildford Saints in Surrey, and yeah. we had a lad on our team. It's not your profile. Hang on a minute. Guildford Saints! <laughs> Which was our theme tune. 
And the, a lad who used to play fullback was Totty's stunt double for all the adverts. Was he a good player? Yeah, yeah he, was, he was quite decent. He used yeah. to go all over the You'd hope so, wouldn't you? the world, um, Totty's stunt double. Good. I feel like I met the man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, he was predominantly a, a striker, or a sort of a second striker, but also kind of an attacking midfield player. But his position changed over the years, I think we can agree. Yeah. But I think even now, Totty... It's not that his position changed as much, it's just that he can change it at will. You know, he's just yeah. really good in a lot of different positions. Yeah, exactly. And the, and the game changed, so he had to adapt, though. Well, Marcello Lippi said that there's no alternatives for Totti. No one else can play Totti's position. Well, yeah, it's, it's difficult to... I mean, because, like you say, he's a slightly different player now to what, to what he was. But, I mean, those, those sort of players are being sort of phased out anyway, haven't they? To, in Europe, they have, anyway, to a certain extent. Not, not on the big man. No, true, yeah. 35 still going strong. Yeah. I know what you mean, though. I mean, it, um... He, he he's played out on the wing sometimes up front on his own second striker but it shows he's very tactically aware mm, but yeah. even as a second striker he'll come and get the ball yeah won't he? I think he'll still be bringing other people utility in. man a utility <laughs> man I think people think that he's quite a lazy player at times but actually he's he's vital he's not a luxury player no 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 the, well, the classic example of him being a um, being a team player is in World Cup two thousand six. Yeah, well, well he, he didn't. He scored one goal, I think. That was a penalty. penalty. But he didn't do an awful. But he, he really worked hard for the team. I think yeah. he had the m- most assists at that World Cup. Oh, so it just like, bears that out. Yeah, oh, yeah. when he booted Balotelli in the back of the leg. <laughs> Classic. That was, that was a bad moment in the man's career. Um, well. A good moment in his career. '99, he scored a late winner in the Rome derby, and he celebrated by lifting up his shirt with um, a t-shirt under it, which uh, said, in it, uh, "I've purged you guys again." <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so I think it's quite nice. <laughs> um, of which would have endeared him immediately to the Roma fans. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, of course, you mentioned the um, the pregnant celebration. Yeah. Um, he was named Young Player of the Season in '98. But it was, I suppose it was Euro 2000 that, that we got to see him on the big stage in, uh, And the, the world got to see what a great player he was He, he sums up sort of post-football Italia Ital- Italian football for me Yeah, <laughs> Post-James Richardson P- PR PJR PJR, yeah PJR yeah. Good word, Matt okay. um, I'll continue uh, Obviously Italy finished second at that World Cup He scored a couple en route to the final Do you remember the penalty shooter against Holland in the semi-final? When he, I think it was the decisive kick. Massive pressure in the uh, IX Arena. Little Dinker. Little Dinker. Yeah, that's outrageous. But he did that again and, he, and it got saved. Did remember? He? Yeah, he did it. I can't. I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he tried the Dinker, and the, the, the keeper knew exactly what he was yeah. doing, and he just stood there, caught in his hand. First rule of Dink is for the Dinko penalty. The first rule is have a massive pair of bollocks. The second rule is <laughs> never go back, never do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He does love a chip in general, though, doesn't he, Totti? Well, he does, the, the chip like he special scored move. against yep. Lazio yeah. when they hammered him five. Mm. The, I think it was the last goal of the game. Glorious. Didn't um, someone score four in that game? I want to say Montella, but I might be wrong. But anyway, he scored the fifth, and the keeper was well off his line. He's about thirty yards out. Chip. Oh, <laughs> Philippe Albert was applauding that one. Yeah, he, <laughs> he had something on this T-shirt then as well, but I can't remember what it, what it was. Up hey, yours. are you watching Philippe Albert? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. In the final, he was uh, man of the match against France. I totally forgot that actually, but um, yeah, that was when we saw him. Great hair. Oh yeah, wonderful. throughout his career, really. Yeah. Throughout mm. his career. During the 2000-2001 season, Capello built the team around Totti, and they won the league. They only won the league once with Roma, but incredible achievement, really. Mm. Well, Considering well, how that that uh, country's been dominated by Milan. And can mm, I interest yeah. you in a front three of Batistuta, Montea, with Totti just behind? I'm interested. Yeah, Batistuta. They signed him for loads of money, and, he, right. and he brought him. The, he brought him the title. He scored like 20 goals that season, mm. Batistuta. But they. Um, yeah, they, I think they beat. Did they beat Inter three two in an amazing game that season as well? But it's worth pointing out, although he's only won one Scudetto with Roma, he has actually finished runner up six times. He has, yeah. So he's, he's not as though he's. But I'm so glad that they've won it though. Yeah, I mean, it's the equivalent. He, he's almost the equivalent of Steven Gerrard in Italy. You know, that real one club man who's determined to win it with his team. Except Totti did it. You know, yeah, yeah. And the, the, even that he's not done it again. That's that's, that's so good that he's, he has that jewel. The only in the sort of crown of his career. The only difference with that though is that Liverpool obviously won an awful lot of titles. Roma haven't won that many. In yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they've won the sort of Copper Italia once or twice with him. But it's interesting what you say, Jimbo, about him being a a one sort of show man. I mean, Totti, he's been a world class player for Roma for years. And, you know, he had the chance to go to Real Madrid or maybe Milan as well, where he would have won more things, played with greater players. But uh, he stayed at Roma. And they've not had too many world class players. There were some brilliant players. But he's been so important to that team. I was trying to think of other players they've had that would be genuinely. Be seen as world class over the years. Play alongside Totti. The only players I could think of were Cafu, yeah. 
Um, Batistuta. Yeah, Batistuta. Batistuta. He was only there for a year. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, Aldair. Remember Aldair. him? Well, they retired the number six jersey for, for Aldair, Aldair, have yeah. they? And um, who else was I going to say? Uh, Baptista um, De Rossi De Rossi oh, De more Rossi. recently but I mean he's not really you know he's probably yeah, not up there yeah. with those lot you know but uh, there's no doubt in my mind if Totti had gone to you know whatever Madrid Barcelona or Madrid or, Madrid or something yeah. Yeah, he, would, he would be absolutely her- heralded completely mm, yeah, yeah, yeah totally well um, I mean it, you look at his status with the national team and, and he's heralded anyway you know, he's an almost, he was touting himself with a squad last summer yeah, yeah, ten. I hadn't bothered helping out of any of the qualifications <laughs> yeah. I still fancy it though I still fancy it Lippy if you're interested yeah that would be yeah. super just a final yeah, yeah, I've just gone for the final, yeah. <laughs> I'll take a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> I'll chip it and all. Yeah. So, yeah, so, as, as we've said earlier, he played as a second striker um, for a long time, but then under Luciano Spalletti, he kind of deployed Totti as a lone striker, kind of, like, I suppose, like a false nine kind of position. This, well, this is the season when they didn't really play any strikers. Like 4 6 zero. Mm. Yeah. But he was like the furthest man up the field. But that's, oddly enough, um, in 2007, he finished as Serie A's top goal scorer in that formation and the European Golden Shoe as well. I was reading. M- was it, that's ridiculous it's great yeah it's great I was reading what Michael Cox was only marking had to say about um, Totti uh, mm. and, he, and he pointed out you know rightly that you know that season that's the season they lost 7-1 to United in right? the Champions League and it, but it was also the season they beat into 6-2 in the cup final mm. Wait, so it was like this amazing formation with just all, <laughs> all these ridiculous score lines because <laughs> apparently it can be undone that, that formation can Spalletti I think found out that formation can be undone quite easily yeah. if you defend very deep or whatever and you, and you can pick them off mm. but Totti would, would, would almost drop really deep to get the ball and make those late runs into yeah. the box wouldn't they I remember he scored quite a few goals in that <laughs> way but they were really exciting that season they, they, were. Were, they were an unusual side for Italian football they were That's very right. very direct very very attacking and just sort of <laughs> Yeah, they played the flair. Beautiful football, yeah, absolutely. Um, he's um, currently the the, uh, the the Serie A's top goal scorer, still active um, goal scorer, fifth all time in the league history with two hundred and seven goals. Again, for a guy who's not played as a kind of a proper striker, yeah, do you reckon if he had played as a proper striker for his whole career, he'd, he'd be he'd be amazing? It's hard to say, isn't it? Because he probably you, wouldn't mm, have been lauded quite so much as well. Would just be a goal scorer. But that's the player he is. You know, he's learnt how to play in d- various positions. I'm sure mm. that would have kind of um, broadened his um, tactical horizons, shall we say? Would it, you'll, you'll come on to him winning the World Cup in a minute, but in 2002, yeah. would he have been sent off by that referee? He was. Yes, the, it the was. Ecuadorian him, yeah. referee. Yeah. In the, um, in the game in the against the South Korea? Game, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, interesting. Um, in d- indeed. So, yes, of course, uh, 2006 World Cup. Um, oh, don't forget him spitting at Christian Paulson in Euro 2004 as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, he was a, he's a bit of a hothead, Totti. I mean, yeah. he's very much calmed down as he's got older, as, as people do. But, uh, yeah. He he's also spoke. got, like, um, has he got a couple of joke books out? He has, yeah, really that was, weird like that. Well, he's a goodwill ambassador for UNICEF. Does a lot of work with them, and... He gave. He, there was there was two the, like, big selling joke books that um, a lot of the proceeds went to um, UNICEF and, and, and charities and whatnot. And there were jokes sort of about. I don't know if they were about his teammates or, or from his teammates or something. But it's an odd one. Mm. <laughs> Very odd one. I find that. I mean, because we're, we're, we're notoriously um, well, especially us around this table, we can all only speak one language. So it's difficult to imagine people who speak another language as being like. It's hard to gauge what their sense of humour is like. Yeah, yeah. Like that. And I sort of always think of Totti as being quite a serious bloke yeah, that I takes mean, a very very, very seriously dignified man yeah, yeah that sort of thing well, so it's it's knowing it is Europe and it is Italy it's probably incredibly right wing <laughs> yeah. no, Rome, well, no, no Lazio are the right wing club in Rome Rome haven't yeah. got a reputation for that at all Nazi, on, leave them out of come it. on <laughs> hey Berlusconi come but on yeah 2006 World Cup of course fantastic scenes and he started I think every game yeah, I remember him getting subbed off after about an hour in the final, though. Yeah, he did, yeah. He came off for Quinta or, or De Rossi, I might have De Rossi, actually. His but, work was done. But he played in the playmaker. They, didn't they use, they use like a 4 3 one, two, or like a 4 4 one, one, and Totti played sort mm. of in, as a playmaker role. But he, um, I see he only scored one goal, but the goal he did score was the penalty, as you said, Against Jim. Australia. But he put the ball in for Grosso to win that penalty, which, okay, probably wasn't a penalty, but it was a great pass, and Grosso beat the fullback and got mm. brought down, and Totti stepped up. 95th minute as well, and a knockout game in the World Cup. You know, didn't think that one, did he? No, he was <laughs> Uh, Indeed And then as we mentioned earlier uh, In 2010 he won the Golden Foot Award So his footprints will forever be on the Champions Promenade in Monaco He was named in the the team of the tournament in World Cup 2006 Oh yeah As a midfielder you know Very much so And uh, I'll leave the last words to Daniel De Rossi um, The teammate of Totti Totti is a treasure for Roma He's the greatest player of all time after Roberto Baggio Slightly biased (laughs) but (laughs) in comes Francesco Totti 
Well, there we are, peeps. That's the end of the Football Ramble this week. If you'd like to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. And the website, thefootballramble.com, is where James or Jim can be found. Yes, yeah, well, we can all be found there. <laughs> it's got loads of stuff on it. And uh, this week, the blog features Andy Brassel on a big old mess at Inter, James Appel on the Russian referee who faced homophobia despite not even being gay, and there's Dermot Corrigan on, some, uh, on how some Barcelona fans are opposed to their new sponsorship deal uh, with the Qatari Foundation and are making themselves heard. And there are loads more blogs on that As well as minute by minute reports A chance to win Spondoolies with Pick Live The Dean Windass Hall of Fame And the Forum Which features threads on time travel Battle of the Bands And a liability level There's all kinds of stuff Luke Last um, week uh, we talked about the Forum And we talked about the pun thread Yeah And I said I'd come back to you With a pun Lauded with puns Yeah well this is a great If you remember a while ago Someone rang into Danny Baker's radio show And mm. did, a, uh, did a pun Or sort of players names yeah. For the whole of Bohemian Rhapsody uh, mm. yeah. Well the legendary one one flow ever the cocoos nester Beautiful. yeah did one to deck the halls with bells of holly which i'll do my best to sing to you it goes uh, Beck the hall with Bowser Bolly Shabalalalalalalas Latis the seaman Bebe Jolie Shabalalalalalalas Dong we lao Gain a pow Shabalalalalalalas Paul the Nugent You'll hide Carol Shabalalalalalalas Well done You won't flow over The Cuckoo's Nest The Nugent Nugent's in there And yes that is why I chose it Marvellous stuff Pete have you got anything? I'm really surprised That you used the word Peeps earlier on and uh, also, if you go to thefootballramble.com, you can have a game of Pick Live. It's our live fantasy football uh, league game where you can play while uh, the matches are going on on your Super Sundays. Did you do well on the big game recently, Marcus? I did, uh, a little while ago, yeah, I won one. Top of the chop. How much did you win? I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> and I think every just before every weekend, we have a little bit of a preview for a couple of the matches that are coming up that you can uh, play in and stuff on the website, so check them out if you can. So not only are we giving you live fantasy football to play with your mates for cash, if you know about football, we're also giving you a blog that you can read on thefootballramble.com with tips on how to win that cash. We, we, we can, we're taking yeah. you to water. <laughs> All you've got to do is drink. <laughs> and the water is money. Yeah. <laughs> it works You go You're through money Horses Before I say uh, Goodbye to everybody Congratulations to Top Brass Andy Brassel Who's now a father yeah. Yay oh my goodness. Him and his wife The lovely Michelle Giving birth to uh, To a son called Gabriel I'm hoping he's named After Gabriel Batistuta But I haven't confirmed that yet <coughs> <coughs> Obertan <Yeah. laughs> well, Can we call him Gabriel Brassistuta From yeah. now on yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice yeah. Nice yeah. Like it uh, Right Say goodbye Jim Goodbye Say goodbye Pete Later Say goodbye Luke Goodbye See you next time people <laughs> Per Tonetto, lo stop a seguire Tonetto, avanza palla al piede, lo scambia ancora con Amantino, Amantino, lancio di Amantino per il capitano, ecco il capitano era di rigore, Totti, 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 Granddad <laughs> yeah, used to be a Mountie, <laughs> and he stopped being a Mountie because his horse kept biting him. <laughs> yeah, Jim. That means it also means that Jim is related to Beck, the artist Beck, as well. Mm. That's true. And, really? Yeah. And uh, well, Malcolm my, Tucker my stole theory. Pen. That's your theory. <laughs> yeah. Alistair Campbell stole my pen, and my granddad, obviously his surname is Campbell. Beck's real surname is Campbell. My granddad was in Canada. Clearly, side another family yeah. secret one. Kept the name Beck's Canadian. So um, I would probably go Beck. Jim Campbell, Alistair Campbell. That's fair enough. I'm not yeah, getting near yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Although he is a Scientologist. What do you, yeah, what no, Jim's top for me, actually. Yeah. Juice South, that's the way I'm going, Juice South. Sea Change is a great album, which I can't compete with. Round the bend. Jim's got... I've got it. Preparation. Jim's got the Baby, first it's a last <laughs> cause. What are you singing? I'm singing Beck the song. same tune to Due South. Beck songs, of Come course. Come on. Come about Due South, yeah. yeah. That's the way I'm going, Due South. <laughs> Jim's if got you thought you were <laughs> making <laughs> your way to where the puzzles and pagans oh. lay, mm. we'll put it together. It's a strange <laughs> invitation. Your own link. <laughs> You've got to do it. It's how it works. <laughs> it's how it works. But <laughs> we're not gonna let you. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. Mm. Yeah. Jim's where it's at. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I got to turn tables in the microphone where it's at. I had that song in my head in a McDonald's once, and I very, very, yeah, cheers for that. Thanks for stepping on the punchline, you prick. What did he say? I very nearly ordered two cheeseburgers and a microphone. Just sort of nearly came out of my. Why did you buy two cheeseburgers, you fat pig? I was hungry. Hungry. Well, I wasn't. I was confused. God, do you link? Yeah. Jim's all. I want to Logic of I'm our a loser, sex life. So, so I don't want you to kill me. I let you be my something, something. At the halfway house, I'm a, a fully grown man, yes, but I'm you. not afraid to cry. <laughs> Jack Black's in the video. <laughs> Jim's got the first My mix. son, I go. <laughs> hey. Oh, good one. My son, I go. <laughs> What's that Come on now. Did? Come on now. <laughs> that really good cover. A yen for Broken Flower soundtrack, wasn't I'm it? I'm starting yeah. to run out of Jack's Jeff Beck's song? Give me the pen. No. Go on. I need to. No. Amend Come the on, just get in there. You surely <laughs> never cover a Jeff Beck song, so that would be too close. I surely did it in your own blood. It was something like that. <laughs> Come on, Marcus. It's <laughs> so unfair. Get on with it. I'm, I'm ready. No, you're not. This I is am, an ambush. I am ready. This is an ambush. <clears throat> Jim's got the first email. Dear Ramblers, she's alone in the <laughs> new <laughs> pollution. <laughs> yes, Jim. I've heard she's alone. <laughs> he's done <laughs> you there. He's done you. He isn't. He's done himself. I've done my bit. I've done my bit. I'm clear. He's done me because after because usually I just do edit, edit, edit. Now I've got a jump in the middle. <laughs> Of a lot of it, a lot of Beck songs. <laughs> Come on, Jimbo. Okay. Look at his little face. How can you let that down, eh? Jim's got the first email. Dear Ramblers. Devil's haircut <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> He's written a lot of good songs. <laughs> yeah, hasn't he? That's really <laughs> good. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.